Will Smith say, well, my government's trying to kill me in Russia. We call that Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. For you Americans, that hurts your feelings. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That was my favorite line of the entire Fucking Russians, man. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about Gemini Man. But first, this is JJ Crowder I'm here with my co-host Javier Ortiz. What's up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. <laughs> that will always be funny to me. I hope you know that. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. I, I mean, I'm probably the only one that does. I feel awkward every time I say. <laughs> That's why I, I believe doing. that about you. You look a little awkward when you say <laughs> But I'm, I'm glad that you're getting out of your shell, right? Like we're yeah, forcing yeah. you into some discomfort and I'm okay with that. I, I live for that shit, actually. It looks to be a bad influence I on do. It is like my favorite thing in the world <laughs> to go, yeah, you see that? That was my bad. Speaking of my bad, Gemini Man. Oh, jeez. I did kind of force us to watch this movie. So let's talk about it. It was released last year, 2019. Written by, and I didn't know this until I watched it this morning, and then I went, oh, it makes so much sense when I looked up who wrote it. M. Night. No. Wow. Worse. So because he's the worst director of all time. <laughs> Except for like two movies. Except for two movies where I mean like law of averages at that point. Yeah, exactly. Role, right? You make enough movies, what is bound to be good? Blind squirrels and all that, right? <laughs> I didn't realize how much me and Javier disagreed with stuff in life until we started this whole podcast. I know it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, anyone who likes M Night movies should not be able to vote. Like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you don't have the maturity needed to do that. <laughs> okay, so Gemini Man, released in 2019, written by David Benioff. I don't know who that is. We'll talk about it. Billy Ray and Darren Lemke. So I don't know Billy Ray, Darren Lemke. I didn't even take time to look because I just don't care based yeah. on the fact that they wrote, co-wrote this movie. <laughs> um, but David Benioff is one of the writers of Game of Thrones. Um, this is one of the men responsible for season eight of Game of Thrones. So, so I went, oh shit, I get it now. I never watched that show, but I've heard very disappointing things about season eight. Season, well, when they ran out of book, when they got past the books, it was on Benioff and Weiss to write content. And, and they, they didn't. You they, can see <laughs> Dave, David Benioff, at least, his content. I pray that season eight of Game of Thrones was not as bad as this movie. It was close. Oh, jeez. Um, it looked much better, obviously, but coherence-wise, it was bad. So, before we get too far, this movie starred Will Smith, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Clive Owen, and Benedict Wong, um, who was probably the saving grace of this movie, by the way. I agree with that. Um, oh, what was the chick's name? The main? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, she was like, pretty good, too. I thought she was the saving grace of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Benedict Wong. Henry Brogan, he is an aging government assassin, former Marine, who's struggling and losing his touch, and decides to retire. His last kill and an old Marine friend have put him in the crosshairs of the government he served for 25 years and a private mercenary contractor who used to be his former commander. That commander being Clay Barris, who is played by Clive Owen. After a failed assassination by the government, Clay takes command and sends in Junior, a clone of Henry, who was created and raised by Clay to be the best killing version of Henry. And at this point, we jump off to Gemini Man. And I will get started, if you haven't figured out by my intro, I hate this movie. <laughs> 
no matter how much I wanted to love this movie, I hate this movie. I would love to. I would love for somebody to find me somebody who enjoyed this movie. I don't know if that they possible. gotta be out there. It's gotta be the people that just love Will Smith and they just think Dude, he I, does no wrong because that's what they love. They just could watch Will Smith in anything because this movie's bad. I still kind of think that a little bit. I love Will Smith. Yeah. I think he's great in almost everything he does, but he's had some shit movies. Let's I literally just throw that out there. When we decided to watch this movie, I was like. Yes, Will Smith times two. This is going to be the greatest movie of all time. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Except it turned out to be Will Smith and then not Will Smith's lips. Yeah. Well, you know, as I was watching this, my wife was like, you know, at least the face CGI isn't as bad as Tron. Fair. <laughs> I was like, that's Fair. a really low bar, but yeah. yeah, that's true. But it was very reminiscent of Justice League, right? Like I was like, shit, it's Superman. Yeah. With the, I was like, uh, Henry Cavill. You assholes didn't figure this out from Superman? Like, yeah. And I just think that they're trying too hard. And here, okay, let me just go ahead and say what my biggest problem with this movie is. That the storyline and the idea behind this movie is cool as shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, even back last year when the previews were out, I was like, this looks great. The story looks amazing. Right. And then I noticed that I went back and watched some previews this morning after I watched this movie. Because I had to see. I was like, when I watched the previews, I was like, I really want to see this movie. It's got to be a pretty decent movie. I watched the previews and Junior, the younger Will Smith, never spoke in the preview. when he doesn't speak, he looks like a young Will Smith. It's not terrible. But as soon as his mouth moves, I'm like, oh, you lost me. I cannot focus on anything. It looks like that commercial from the Super Bowl where the, the dude's mustache did the worm. I, it, that's what it looks like to me. It's like, that's not a real mouth. And I know it. And I can't see anything else. Not only that, one thing I noticed was his dialogue was super oh. childish. Like when it was almost like they were trying to make him sound even younger by what they gave him to say. Like, oh. Yeah, you're not gonna catch me, old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like swimming away, in the, you know, yeah. and he's like 25, right? He's like yeah, my he's age, 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. While we're on the topic of CGI, my notes literally say motorcycle chase dash bunch of crappy CGI. Cool fight, more s- shitty CGI. And then my next note is, why is there so much fucking CGI? Like, can Will Smith not choreograph a fight anymore? That whole fight was, like, not real. All of the fights, even the one in the catacombs, That's what was I'm CGI. And I, yeah. And I get it. I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, I know that I've seen these movies where they do, like, the younger versions and they do the CGI. There's, There's got to be a stuntman that they can cut the hair right. Right. And make this man and look... And just not show his face. Exactly. Just and some camera and work. I'm okay... I get it. I understand that there's going to be certain situations where you can't show me Junior's face because it's not Will Smith. And your CGI, our CGI technology is obviously not there enough yeah. to do this correctly. Understand that and and trust me as a viewer to be sympathetic to the fact that you have this cool idea. You have probably one of the better actors for this movie um, to do this, but you don't have, you're not quite there with the technology. Yeah. Don't overload me on the technology that you obviously suck at. It was bad. God, it was terrible. And it was fast. Like, that was a big critique for me in that catacombs fight. I'm like, okay, the CGI, like, I guess I can get because Will Smith is like 90 now. Like, I don't know how old that guy is. 51, 51, actually. That's why they kept bringing that number up. Yeah. his age. And, um, but it was so fast. And it kind of, I felt like it went against the idea of the movie because Will Smith is not like a super soldier. No. And neither is his clone. They're like humans. But they're like punching through skulls and they're moving like super fast. I'm like, ah, this just doesn't make sense. I think it was a good illustration. Or one of our prior episodes, we talked about 
The Witcher and Henry Cavill and how mm-hmm. he does his, he did his, all of his stunts yeah. and the difference that that can make in a movie. Seeing the stunts that Henry Cavill did in the sword fights where you can see his face, you can tell it's him, where this was CGI and it just, uh, I, when they started in the motorcycle part, I was getting really excited. Yeah. I was like, okay, my rating's not too much into the toilet yet. And then it got going and I was like, ah, no. It's like exactly like, I thought the beginning of that movie was awesome yeah. until that motorcycle scene. Uh, and then it just drastically went downhill from there. But can I, can I, okay, so this is why I think, uh, what's her name was the saving grace of this movie? Yeah, yeah. She pulled out that dude's fucking teeth. Yes. Dude, no, that no, no, was no, the yeah. most badass thing yeah. I've ever seen, ever. Yes. That I, was wild. I agree. So I have a note here. I was like, I just put, LOL, I love that she pulled his yeah. teeth. No, she not just like, hands them to Will not Smith. Not like, like punched his teeth out. Yeah. She like surgically removed them. Yeah, yeah. Root and all. <laughs> Here, here's your teeth and then hands them to Will Smith that casually. Like just fucking drops him in his hand. He's like, what the fuck? She's like such a badass character the whole way through. But I also like that she was like scared. That same scene, she's like making that threat, like the threat that he made to her previously Mm -hmm. about taking his teeth. And her hand is like shaking and like holding the gun. Dude, this chick is a trained operative. She's clearly the most badass person here. And she's still kind of scared. I'm like, I respect Mm -hmm. that. And I'll tell you, the whole scene, I was worried that Will Smith was going to pop in and save her. Me too. And so I was like, I'm so glad they let her finish this this whole just beating this dude's ass. Yeah. I love that. I I like that part. The part I had a trouble with is she gets shot in the leg, right? And she puts on a tourniquet. Oh, and I, was like, I oh, knew wow. you would have something to say about that <laughs> yeah. as I'm watching That's this. That's why we keep him here, right? He's got some knowledge we don't. She ties the tourniquet and I'm like, oh, this is cool. She's actually like tightening it up. She's getting like a screwdriver. Yeah, twisting it. it. And then right after that, she stands up and continues the rest of the movie like nothing happened. Yeah, I know. After being drugged into the building, yeah. like Dude, she like had Army of Two style, she's like shooting behind her. <laughs> I felt like this movie reminded me of a video game. Like that's what oh yeah. Kind of, yeah. I was like, this is real life Call of Duty. Like, yep. This is awesome. Bandage up that leg and you're back in the fight, man. Not to mention, okay, so this brings me to the next topic. When they come running out. And it's just the two of them, right? And she gets up. They're ready to shoot. He's telling her how to do it. And they walk out into this army of heavily armored soldiers. double kick the doors down, right? Like that's part. Yeah. And he tells her, look, you have two kill spots. You have the neck and the eye. And they don't miss a single fucking eye. Yeah. I'm like, shut the... It's that fucking big. It's a walnut. And they're not armored at all. And these heavily trained Gemini folks can't hit anything. And she's like a desk We're back to Stormtroopers. She's like surveillance They must have all been Germans from 1917. Oh, absolutely. Or Stormtroopers (laughs) in disguise. I mean, their uniforms look like painted black Stormtroopers shitty outfits. I mean, it was terrible. (laughs) When Will Smith was giving those directions, like, you know, here are the kill shots. You know, you you set Ice Spike. I'm like, what the fuck does any of that mean? That's true. I half expected her to be like, what? are you talking about i mean i laughed because i was like why volleyball yeah you said of I all the sports i'm like first of all what is she like distracting them for you like i, I don't understand I the reference the setting and the spiking man like, yeah yeah i heard it and went okay so he referenced i get what he's meaning but what's she doing to do that i'm pretty sure he just told her to kill people yeah well i thought it was <laughs> like you hit them anywhere and i'll hit them uh, in 
the neck. And maybe that was it, and I missed it. But I don't, I don't think that's what was happening though. It didn't look like it to me. They're like like she was thumping him just as good as he was. Yeah, she totally was. They're pinned behind this corner. He nails a couple of dudes in the eye or in the neck. One of those two from like two hundred yards away with like an AK forty-seven. Yeah, like this is insane. Okay, can I tell you though how much I love that he shot the one dude hiding behind the wall in the foot? Yes, (laughs) shoots him in the toes, and this dude leans out and he gets popped in the eye. That was another one. That's cool. This is a video game, dude. Like I've done that in video. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I see his toes. Shoot him in the toes. He stumbles forward. Just takes one of the head. I absolutely adored that part, though. But it it was one of very few things. Let's talk about this battle in the house. In this house fight, like there's grenades going off. There's gunfire. It's batshit crazy. They run out on the roof, and these motherfuckers are standing on their neighbors, standing on the roof, going, "What the fuck's going on? Are you shitting me?" Right? Like I realize they're in Colombia, right? And you're. They should be trained in Colombia. Like gunshots. Oh, okay, we leave. Exactly. Fucking roof. These people cannot be that stupid to go. I'm sitting here in my bikini. Let me see what the fuck's going on. (laughs) There's smoke and gunfire pouring out of this house, but I want to watch. Shut the fuck up. You'd be laying or hiding or doing anything other than going. What's going on, guys? I don't know though, because I thought about that and like I have a really like low reaction to things. Mm -hmm. Like I watched a motorcycle get hit by a car and I like watched it for a second. I was like, oh man, that sucks. And then it didn't occur to me like I should go help. Right. So like I wonder if they're like that. Where they're like, oh man, that's crazy. You're like, oh wait, I should be running, you know, type of thing. See, that was, no, that was kind of opposite with this. <laughs> <laughs> just, just you, Harvey. Just, just okay, you. No, it's, it's always you're the minority here. <laughs> I'm always the minority here. Um, but I was thinking that there were when the scene first begins. I felt like there was nobody on the street. Like there would they did this whole fight scene for maybe a good couple minutes and didn't run into any bystanders in the middle of a city. I and that, that was too. and then. All of a sudden, at the end, everybody's um, running from them, taking cover. There's cars going down the street, and they're stealing cars and motorcycles and all this stuff. And it was like, well, apparently, these people only start coming out once the gunfire starts, or when there's a, they need to steal a second motorcycle because they just blew their yeah. other one up. Like, <laughs> like, oh, how convenient for you! And he that like stole it from like the cops or something. Yeah, yeah like some kind of safety patrol or yeah. something. Like, does this flying knee to the hell. face? Yeah, I'm like, that was a little overkill. This guy was just minding yeah, his own business, doing his job. Here comes Riding the super traffic knee. tickets. <laughs> Oh, fuck. One part about the motorcycle chase I thought was cool. I don't know that it's realistic. Well, let me rephrase that. None of this was realistic. <laughs> yeah. But when he, uh, young Will Smith Jr., like, revs the motorcycle and, like, launches it at <laughs> okay. yeah. Henry and yeah. into the car and all that, I thought that was cool. I liked it when he just, like, just whipped him with it. And I was yeah. like, what kind of man <laughs> can take, like, a right hook from the back of a motorcycle? I love when he sweeped the leg. I was like, he just <laughs> fucking karate kidded this dude yeah, with a motorcycle. Totally Sweep the leg! I was like, oh shit. And then after he got his ass beat, Will Smith has the power to like straight plank himself yeah. into the air over. I'm like, hold on. I the man's 51 years old. <laughs> I did I too. Like, this is ridiculous. I did too. All right, so we've lambasted this movie, and obviously there's problems with this. What are some things that you did like about this movie? Dude, his home defense system. Right. Like my dream. He's got like perimeter defense. He rolled out of his bed and opened up a hatch. I was like, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Like, whatever he's got, he's got underground tunnels. He's got a just a duffel bag full of guns. Yeah. Like, that is the most Texan thing I've ever seen. Like, that is <laughs> baller. Mine's really random, but do you remember Yuri? 
the random Russian guy. He yeah. Oh, in like the past house. Yeah. He might have been my my favorite character. <laughs> Long time listener, first time. I did oh. laugh at that. I was like, that's clever. And then he, what does Will Smith say? Well, my government's trying to kill me in Russia. <laughs> we call that Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. For you Americans, that hurts your feelings. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That was my favorite oh, line of the entire fucking movie. Russians, man. I will say the dialogue in this movie, like, wasn't terrible. It had some good moments, especially the comedic dialogue. And then I was going to bring up for one of the things that I liked is if if Will Smith has one thing going for him is that dude can deliver a monologue. Yeah, yeah. Like he can pull some emotions out of it. Like almost every movie that I remember even hating, I think the only movie I can't think back on and go, he had a moment where I just was like, wow, he just delivered that shit was Wild Wild West because there's just no redeeming qualities about that movie (laughs) at all. This movie, like when they're in the catacombs and he's got this kid dead to rights, he's explaining himself mm-hmm. to Junior. He, he's telling all of these things about it. I'm sitting there going, and they're both getting emotional, and you're because you know there's the truth there. And I'm sitting there watching them going, "This is." I was like, "Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps, and I'm feeling a certain kind of sort of kind of way." I was like, "Man, Will Smith," and I wrote it down. And Will Smith can deliver a fucking monologue. Yeah, he can yeah. act. Yeah. Man. I give him that when he needs emotion, and that goes back to like the Fresh Prince days. Yeah, like do you remember that scene? And I'll never forget it. I watched oh, it all the time dad? when his dad leaves, oh, dude, and that he's is heartbreaking. Oh my! Have you seen this? I haven't seen dude, it, dude. You have to watch it. You'll, I will YouTube it for you after we're done recording. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen, and I tear up every time I watch it. Oh, I've seen it a thousand I'm, I'm times. Getting goosebumps right now. I know. Just thinking, thinking about, about it. it. Wow. And it, to me, that was the first moment. And this is a 25 year old Will Smith in this show, if he's even that old, and he just has this moment where you just go, "Holy shit!" and that that's the kind of Will Smith that you see in that ends. moment. Yeah, and then the, like, the, oh. that's the end of the episode. It's crazy to watch. And like he just has, he can pull emotion out. So I really like when he was doing his thing as an actor, he did it really well. I think another uh, thing that I liked about that part, whereas you have these movies about this like weird, estranged soldier who does a bunch of top secret shit and you just know that he's broken, but you never really figure out why. Yeah. Right? You, you just chalk it up to like PTSD. <laughs> sure. But this one, like he literally goes line by line of like all all the things that bothers him as a person and all the things that has made him broken, mm-hmm. right? And all the things that he wishes he had, but he doesn't. And so you really got a really cool behind the scenes look at what this character was struggling with. And I really appreciated that because yeah, like a lot of these, a lot of these dudes are just like, yeah, yeah, he's broken. That's why he kills people. Like, <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. It did that too. Kind of give you a backstory to it. Um, another thing that I liked was Will Smith. Every once in a while, I feel like he would throw these nuggets of wisdom in random spots. Like for instance, when him and Junior are in the van and he's trying to tell Junior, like, you know, you can be anything that you want to be. Like, you don't have to live this life. Like, get out now while you can. It's like, what am I going to be? A, a doctor? A lawyer? And he's like, no, a husband or a father. Mm-hmm. All yeah, these things doctor, that were like, man, taken that away. And it was just kind of one of those like, huh, that's a really good like life lesson point. Thanks, Will Smith. <laughs> I'm with you, and I love that he did that. Another one that I wrote down that really hit me was this, how real he was. So he's sitting there, and they were just got done. She just got done pulling this guy's teeth. And then, so they have this moment, and he asked, I think he asked, do you trust me? Or And she's like 99%. Uh-huh. And he goes... That one percent's a bitch, isn't it? That's yeah. not a good and one. I was like, God, that's a great line. <laughs> I was like, because how many times have you said, "Yeah, I'm ninety nine percent there," but that one percent sometimes is more powerful than all the other ninety nine, right? So yeah. it was really impressed with that line, and there was some really good lines like that throughout. No, yeah, I really liked all those lines. I, if I can jump to the like the overall plot for a second, though, like mm-hmm. it really seemed like they pitched this movie to Will Smith with just like a trailer, like "Yo, younger you," and you guys fight, and he's like, "Dope, let's do it." And 
And then they got like three quarters of the way through this movie and they're like, oh shit, how do we like finish this? And then because like at the end they throw in another little bit younger Will Smith yeah. who's like stronger. It doesn't feel pain. I'm like, wait, what? if you had him the whole time, why wouldn't you send him right? after the old Will Smith? Why would you send Junior who like has all this like emotional baggage and then and, and I just did not get that part like at a, all. It was like a proving ground for Junior, it was, it's like poetic, you know, you gotta, I got, without it, there wouldn't be a story. No, I, there could still be a story though. Like you send him and Will Smith like kills this Will Smith guy and takes off his helmet. He's like, oh shit, there's another Will Smith. I got to find out who's doing this. And then boom, he confronts uh, Clay Veers and then there's Junior and he's like, what the hell's going on? And Junior's like, yo, like. Yeah, what is going on? And then they both turn on him and we have that final scene. Like, I just wrote a better movie. I like where the, the yo's started coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for an Adrian. Yo, Adrian! <laughs> I just, that just did not make sense. It just really seemed shotgun ending. Like, uh, I guess this happened. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I told Casey when I got done watching it, before she left for work, I was like, this is another case. Like, there's a movie called The Passengers. Jennifer Lawrence. And oh, and um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. And the the movie is very well acted. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it, but it's really weird. Like, if you let me know, I'll tell you where to start the movie from and then go back and watch it from the beginning. It was an editing problem. If they had edited this movie differently and showed the last 20 minutes, mm-hmm. stop at 10 minutes left in the movie, then go back from there and show how they got to where the movie started, this movie would have been probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. But they chose to do it linearly from front to back. And it did not have an impact on me. I just like, well, this is boring. This movie was similar to me. The storyline was so epic at its core, but they just didn't do it right. They just didn't pull it off because there were more ways. And I feel like this was, was, that whole diatribe was to say that I feel like they wasted Clive Owen. Oh yeah. Clive Owen, I love Clive Owen. And I think he's done some really terrible movies, but he's, when he's on, he's such a good actor. And I wanted this character to be less angsty and angry mm-hmm. and be more like Clive Owen in The Inside Man, where he's just calm and, and like knows calculated. exactly what he's doing. Got it all figured out. Yeah. And if he had done that, like I think what you're talking about, Javier, that whole silliness of you have in the wings the perfect killer, but you're using this because you want to see if this project will work out. Mm-hmm. You don't need him to go up against himself to figure out if this is going to work out. You just have him in the wings. He's your perfect killer. You've raised him the way you want to raise him. You can continue at that point. You see that he's beholden to this guy until he meets right. Will Smith, right? Mm-hmm. If he'd never met Will Smith, we didn't have a problem. He's yeah, not- like the main antagonist was his own undoing exactly. in this movie. And that was just so weird to me. Yeah, I didn't like it because to me, I was like, I want for me to be afraid of a villain and go, that's a great villain. In this situation, I need him to be smarter than that. Because, yeah, he's a moron. Yeah, he was so stupid. He's just all about go do it, get it done. And yet they have a scene in the movie where he's trying to get Will Smith, the actual Henry, over his fear by drowning him. Yeah. That's a sick fucking intelligent man that says, I'm going to get you over your fear by doing that thing to you. But then he rushes in with all this also, weird shit. I feel like... The military has some rules around drowning and killing yeah. and then reviving your own soldiers, right? Like Yes and no. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, no, educate me because now yeah. I'm interested. Now I'm trying to think, but I, I know there is uh, – I'm going to misspeak, but I've heard stories where they will actually drown you and revive you so that you can understand what it's like. And so when you're going through that, you know how to fight it. Mm. I can't remember what position it's some special forces bit, but yeah, they'll – Wow. They have medics on stand where they'll, when it's coming to the that water. That can't be a 100% success rate, right? Like, you don't bring everyone back. 
Oh, well, I mean, you're really just pumping water out of the lungs. Like it's once you lose consciousness. Yeah, there's a long time actually in drowning mm -hmm. where you're alive, but you don't know it because you've passed out. Oh, this is horrifying. That's Both why drowning and the military now horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they go and drown. Well, I mean, it's not the same thing. Yeah, you just basic throw them training. off a fucking boat. You, like, you like get off the bus at basic train. They just like waterboard you real quick and <laughs> well, bring you back thing, type of like, thing. Like uh, the tear gas. Like in basic yeah. training, everybody uh, goes yeah. through and gets tear gas. You got tear gas? Dang, tear gas how was that it was not nearly as bad as i thought it was gonna be it was actually kind of hilarious like after the fact because you see everybody that's got like snot and tears and just all this gunk coming out of them wow. nobody looks good wow i can't gas. even imagine there was some dumbass in high school that sprayed pepper spray in our hallway <laughs> and i thought someone was fucking trying to kill me and I just walked through it an hour later. I was like, what the fuck? So you say you got standing in a room with that shit. I'm like, fuck you. Because they make you like breathe it in. But yeah. then once you get out and into open air again, it, mm. it clears up pretty quick. It's pretty not good. like pepper spray where it's oh, stuck fuck. and you're, you've got to wash it out. to. Okay, so uh, how much would I have to pay you to let me tear gas you? I don't know. It wouldn't be overly too much. No? Like I 50 bucks? off of it again. Because yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not fun. But <laughs> yeah, that's probably not 50 bucks worth. <laughs> Where would but, I even get tear gas? I don't know. Going back to this movie, there was one point I wanted to bring up too and tried to get like a little more deeper where possible. But one thing that I was all curious about is you have a clone of Will Smith and part of the movie, he, Clive Owen, uh, what's his character? Bar Vargas, right? Yeah, Clay, Clay Barris. Clay Barris. Yeah. Clay Barris mentions how he gave Junior everything that Henry didn't have by giving him a loving and supporting father. And I was kind of under the impression that I feel like what made Henry the main Will Smith, the older one, as strong as he was, is he had to go through all this emotional crap, mm. all this, these difficult hardships. And I feel like usually people are forged in the hardships rather than made stronger by avoiding them. So my question is, don't you feel like Junior would have been, in a sense, not necessarily like a weaker, but like a not as mentally tough, mentally strong version of the Will Smith character if he was held back from having to go through a lot of the difficult things that Henry, the main character, went through. Yeah, and I think you see that too. He like right after he meets Will Smith, he like breaks down and like confronts Clay and everything. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. But yeah. the whole time they keep saying that Junior's like the stronger, better version. And then I just I didn't even see that. I it was hard for me to get on board with that. Yeah, I definitely I agree with you. I I didn't think of it from that perspective. That I really like looking back on. Oh, you're not wrong. I, he was he was much weaker. He didn't have that. He didn't know who he was. That was the thing that I noticed. Now that you've said that, I think back on and go, this kid didn't had no idea who he was. Which was an, it even makes that monologue I was talking about even more interesting now because yeah. that's the first time he actually started to figure out who he was. Right? Mm -hmm. It's like these are all the things that are true about me that. I didn't even know because it's not like you can go tell Clay Ferris about all these insecurities and that doubt that he's talking about. So I, I really like that perspective. I think that makes that character dynamic between the two of them even stronger for me. And it was probably one of the only things that I enjoyed of that movie is if I closed my eyes and listened to them talk to each other and not looked at Junior talk. That was a struggle. Yeah. I also think... I'm not sure if I loved or hated the fact that they just really glanced over the science of cloning. Yeah. Because at one point, that one chick was like, yeah, all you need is like a surrogate mother and uh, some DNA. I was like, oh, I don't think that's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> a gross oversimplification of the process. <laughs> but like, I also don't appreciate movies who try to like explain science sure. in detail. And it's like, no, what? 
what are you guys doing? Like, I'm not going to take a science lesson. Just get into it. So I, I, I don't know. Jury's still out on that one for me. Yeah, it was. It was. They definitely took it in some because the Russian guy did the same thing in a way because he was talking about the cloning and the, he brought up the lamb or the sheep that they cloned years oh, right. ago and and they he indicated that. Junior came first. I was like, "Whoa, hold on, what?" Yeah. So they started with human trials, and then moved yeah, on I was to like, "They perfected trials. this with a human before they got the sheep, kind of right." <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so there was, yeah, there was a weird throwaway line that I, we were. I I was almost distracted by the you know longtime listener, first time caller <laughs> comment that I almost missed it. But yeah, interesting, interesting movie. So to wrap up. Let's give our lovely little synopsis how we feel. Would we watch it again? And what do we rate it? First of all, I will never watch this movie ever again. I You couldn't. Part of it's because I was so disappointed because it's Will Smith. It's Clive Owen. I love them. And I love so many movies with them in it that I was just so disappointed. The other big piece for me is I wanted so much for this to be successful because I love the idea of the movie. So I just can't bring... It makes me sad to see it wasted. I'll never see it. I give it a five. The action was entertaining at times. I just couldn't get... Couldn't, could not get past the CGI visuals and the amount of ridiculous, weird shit that happened in this movie. So that's me. Yeah, I, uh, the plot line didn't make sense. The CGI was not good looking. The acting was pretty okay most of the time. I think I told you guys that I would have given 1917 a 2 out of 10. So I'm going to give this one a 3 out of 10. <laughs> it is it is slightly better than 1917. And I will not watch this movie again. Yeah. Um, in the same boat. It's not one I'm going to watch again. I'm not great, glad that I watched it the first time. Um, <laughs> it's difficult to rate because I just don't know how low to go. <laughs> but based on how I've been rating movies, I'd probably give this one about a three maybe three and a half yeah, i think that's fair I, yeah i i can't argue with it so i think we have like an average of like a three and a half four out of ten yeah and that's only because i probably over overrated this movie just because i have a hard time with the 10 scale rating <laughs> i was a little surprised at the five like, yeah okay so 50 percent of movies are worse than this huh? I, I think it was one of those things where i gave it a five because i feel like if i closed my eyes and just listened to this movie i might <laughs> like it more yeah, the like, visuals distracted me so much I couldn't handle it. I bet you'd like it even more if you put like earplugs in and closed your eyes and watch this movie. Or I'd probably like it even better if I just watched a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Javier was right. You have to stop it right before the motorcycle chase. Yeah, just watch like it's, 20 it's minutes It's like a short it. story. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, and just use your imagination for the rest. Exactly. Yeah. These guys are badass. There's a lot of killing. We're done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of being done, we're going to wrap this episode up. Our recommendation is don't see Gemini, man. Read the cliff notes and be done. Bye-bye, man. Bye. Bye.